Hey guys, uh, this is Belief It or Not. Um, Belief it or not, we're not experts. Not even close. And most of uh, what I'm doing here is just asking questions. So, sorry. Yeah, so you can ask your own questions, look into it further, and uh, just have some fun with us. Yeah, and uh, sometimes we say bad potty words, so sorry. I got him, sir. Get him while they're holy. Fresh from God's brain to your mouth. He's got here in this radio station. Smite me! Almighty oh, smite us! The Bible is black and white. I have such doubts. Get out of here, devil! I'm a god, not the gods. I don't think. And you will know my name is the Lord! We're on a mission from God. Hey everybody, welcome to Believe It or Not. Yeah, the podcast where we talk about things that we don't really know about. It's true. We Google stuff about an hour before and then we talk about it. Yes, mostly to do with uh, spirituality and religion. Really? I guess yeah, you say. what yeah. people believe. Hey, maybe we'll start how... talking about uh, Sasquatches too. Yeah, who knows? Who knows? We could. We could. We could always do that. Yeah. Um, uh, I would like to, uh, first of all, Apologies to everybody. Uh, it was mm-hmm. trivia night last night, mm. and I have a headache as a result. Yes, Trevor is uh, slightly incapacitated, but yeah. uh, we won't hold it against him. Yeah. So today we're going to talk about Jehovah's Witnesses. Oh, right. Yeah. Yes. What do you know about Jehovah's Witnesses? Uh, answer the door naked and they stop coming. That's true. Yeah. I, I've never done it, but I've heard that's what you do. Yeah, that's, that's a good call. Uh, my dad would always argue with them. That was his his method. I I'm always the oh no thank you yeah. kind of guy. I've never actually met one. At oh really? Well, I've uh, never, probably no, met not at the door, but I had one come up to me on the street. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times now, that's what they do is they do the um, those little booths outside of the train stations. And yeah, stuff. yeah. They seem to like the least confrontational ones, though. Yeah, out of the of. out of the yeah, because they're the ones that just have kind of the little stand. Yeah, where they're not the ones that go up to you and go believe. What's the What's the magazine they got? Is it the, uh, is they have the Watchtower Watch and yeah. Awake. Are the two okay. are the two magazines they have? Yeah, yeah. they they always leave me alone. They yeah. seem like okay. Just want to give me magazines. Yeah, yeah. Ne- they never want to give me a magazine. Mm-hmm. Well, I've I've only had it once where like, and it wasn't one of the guys at the booth. It was just an, a regular mm. Jehovah's Witness who decided he wanted you know, to oh, okay to tell me about um, you know the Lord. Um, he yeah. walked up to me right outside of uh, Dave's old place. Um, I don't know. Mm-hmm. You know, the audience knows Dave. Yeah, Dave. Yeah. Um, and, uh, yeah, and he's like, you want a really cool magazine? <laughs> That's how oh, he worded yeah. it. And I was like, no, thank you. And like, I don't know, it's a pretty good magazine. I was like, was nah. it a mad magazine? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, ooh, do you have a mad magazine or a penthouse? That would have been cool. Ooh. <laughs> but no, it was just uh, about the Lord. Do you think if they started giving out Penthouse Magazine, that would be a better incentive to get people to talk to them? Yeah, I think so. About the Lord? Yeah. Um, a couple of things that I always knew about um, Jehovah's Witnesses uh, personally were they don't celebrate birthdays or Halloween or any mm-hmm. Christmas, any holidays. That sounds very boring. Yeah, and that's to do with a couple of things. I think they, you know, they uh, don't believe, they, they believe they're kind of from pagan mm. backgrounds and also they hold uh, things up besides Jesus, you're supposed to. Okay, you know. but what, how do you get presents then? That's a good question. One hmm. uh, one podcast I listened to, one of the hosts is uh, for a former Jehovah's Witness, and he loves Christmas now. Like it's just. Like, I mean, how could you not? Yeah, not from a religious standpoint, but just from a yeah, you know, happy fun time. Yeah, exactly. Eat a lot of food. Yeah, things like that. Spend yeah. a lot of money. <laughs> yeah, 
The other thing I always knew about them is they would refuse blood transfusions. I've heard of this, yes. Uh, I think there were a few cases in the States. Weren't the families... uh, sued for that yeah i think so children died and stuff yeah. like that and it's, which fr- is it's all from like a up. verse that says you're not supposed to consume blood and mm. it's like well i think that's more like just drinking it out of a goblet yeah and, i don't necessarily yeah. think a transfusion is consuming. yeah I, I heard a sermon once where the guy said you shouldn't eat uh blood pudding or blood sausages because mm-hmm. that's against the bible and that's when i was like oh this is, none of this makes sense wouldn't it just be worse to just waste the blood though yeah like, you think like, yeah i mean if you're gonna use it i mean why not and yeah i don't know let's just dump it on the ground we don't yeah that. Yeah, we, yeah exactly uh okay so another thing i had always heard because you know how jehovah's witnesses have their own bible oh yeah yeah i don't know if you knew that but they have their own mm-hmm. translation of the bible and i always thought that's what started the religion was that the guy um who founded it translated the bible and then um, and then they kind of started their religion out of oh, that. Okay. But so it's a apparently, yeah, it, it, their translation didn't come out until 1950. Oh, really? Yeah. And when did they start? And they started in the eight, late 1800s. Okay, so they were working on a different belief system before they had it. Yeah, so because he would, they were, so, okay, so to backtrack a little bit, they were originally the uh, Bible student movement, and they would, um, they, the whole thing was like not, they were trying to get away from mm-hmm. mainstream Christianity and just following the beliefs because that's tradition and they wanted to get just back to the Bible and only okay. believe things based on what they interpreted the Bible as. Yeah. And so they would use Greek and stuff like that to, to study the Bible. And a lot of that can be scary sometimes too because you're going word by word and you don't know what the... Like, yeah, that's not how language works. Yeah, you don't sorry, just go yeah. word by word and you can figure it all out. Like mm-hmm. You kind of have to know the language. Yeah. But um, So there was a lot of that and a lot of just saying, okay, we're going to get back to the basics, how Christianity was... The, I, I at find the beginning that seems to be a very common theme with different sects. Is yeah, they always want to get back to basics. Yeah, and every interpretation seems to be different. Yeah, exactly. About what the basics yeah. are. Yeah, oh, I can't remember the guy's name though. Um, there's a really good podcast called The Human Bible, mm-hmm. and what he does is um, he's a Bible scholar, former Baptist preacher who's now an atheist, but he just goes through and. Mm-hmm studies the Bible from a historical point of view and yes. um, kind of where it came about and, and you know, the way the Bible is interpreted and stuff like that. And he says that their translation is one of the more accurate ones. Okay. Um, and he's saying that their religion is kind of closer to what it was mm-hmm. at the beginning of Christianity in a lot of ways, but um, we'll find that there's definitely ways that it's not at all. Yeah. So, um, okay, so we'll go back to the beginning. 1830s. Um, this is before their founder was born. Their founder is Charles Taze Russell. But in the 1830s, there was a guy by the name of William Miller. And he was going around saying the world was going to end. Jesus was going to come back in 1843. Did it happen? Uh I'm not, you know, I'm not a history scholar. That's true. Yeah, I haven't looked it up, but I don't think so. Okay. I feel like that would be something they'd teach in school. Like, oh yeah, and by the way, the second coming of Jesus Christ was in 1843. Mm, but yeah. but also, I didn't pay attention a lot. That's true. Yeah. Maybe he came back and got caught up in the consumerist culture and he owned That's a true. surf shop. Yeah. <laughs> it's very possible. This, this kind of started the end time stuff and mm-hmm. return of Christ stuff to be more central to a lot of people's theology 
Whereas before, it was just kind of viewed as like, oh, this might happen. Christ might can come back yeah. in a lifetime. He might not. More of a surety and more of what, like, almost an end goal for it. Yeah, exactly. Okay. And um, so he he kind of went on the coattails of that, and he that's how he started. He went, went around preaching that mm. um, Christ had come back in 1874. Okay. Um, but not in a physical sense. And that the second coming was actually like, more of the presence of Christ would return, which I always thought he wasn't that the whole thing was that he was he always, always, he always had his presence. That, yeah. yeah. But okay. Yeah. Uh, but, and then the real establishing of, uh, the kingdom, God's kingdom on earth would happen in 1914. And that, okay. yeah, which also not a sign, not a history guy. I don't know a lot of history, yeah. but I don't think that happened Yeah, in 1914. So that the theology kind of changed around uh, once that happened, and I think it's uh, the way the world was before. I don't think the kingdom. Oh, uh, of... Well, World War Two began in nineteen fourteen. That's true. So maybe uh, God is war. Yeah, that's true. Which that's... is ironic because <laughs> uh, Jehovah's Witnesses don't participate in war, and they won't uh, join the army. Okay. Um, yeah. So yeah, Charles Chase Russell is is kind of the main founder mm-hmm. of what uh, he started the uh, Zion's Watchtower Track Society with another man named Henry Conley, and that became the Watchtower Society. Um, so they would print religious tracks and books and stuff like that. And he wrote a he didn't write a translation of the Bible. He wrote a, kind of a guide to how to read the Bible. Yeah. Um, called he originally called it a Millennial Dawn, which is a pretty cool name. Millennial Dawn. Yeah, kind of an end of the world oh. way to understand the world. I thought it was the start of eating avocado toast. Oh yeah, F- friggin' millennials. Dawn of the millennials. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, and then they later renamed it to the Boring Studies in the Scripture, which is a okay. m- way more boring name than Millennial Dawn. Yeah, I think that's a little more catchy. Yeah, and then, so he died in 1916, mm-hmm. uh, and then the guy who took over was a guy named Joseph Franklin Rutherford. Joseph and, or Joseph? Uh, Joseph, sorry. sorry. Did I say Joseph? Yeah. That's right, yeah. I was probably... I, I just thought it could have been a weird name, could so, have been, yeah. so I wanted to clarify. Yeah. But, um, and it was in uh, 1931 that they changed the name from the um, Bible student movement to the Jehovah's Witnesses. So not even in, in the founder's lifetime was it yeah, known. Yeah, it was called after. Yeah. But when, to backtrack a little bit, when it was still just the Bible study movement when it started, there wasn't really a lot of hierarchy there. Like, yeah. He would guide them in their theology and stuff like that, and he would visit them and make sure that they were kind of on track. But it was a lot more of like a communal kind of yeah, study thing. A lot more casual. Than... Yeah. 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 And But now it's very, very much a hierarchy. Yeah. Where you listen to like the governing body, like they set the theology, they tell you what's what, okay. and you just have to like kind of follow, yeah. follow them. I'm going all over the place on this one, but I saw this short film that the Jehovah's Witnesses made recently, and it was about the end of the world. And the the police are hunting down Jehovah's Witnesses because they really have this thing where like they're the ones that are going to be the most wanted at the end of the world because okay. they're the only ones that have the right theology. So so when the the end, like second coming happens, the bad guys are going to be searching for them because they're the 
they're the only ones that really know the truth, so they're the ones that are going to be most persecuted. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I'll share a link in the... That's interesting. Yeah, in the have notes. You, yeah. Have you seen that one where it was uh, it was Jehovah's Witnesses, uh, they were talking about masturbation? No. They're sign languaging it. Oh, right. And then they right. say it to yeah. 50, uh, 50 cents in the club. <laughs> That's so good. That's pretty good. Yeah. yeah. They have a lot of cartoons, too, about, um, like... There was one where a kid was playing with, like, basically a Gandalf toy, or they were talking about how evil it was because it's magic, and, the, like, the victory at the end was the kid throwing out his toy. Oh. That's sad. <laughs> and, yeah, and then I think there was one about, like, a kid wanted to buy ice cream and then decided to give his money to the church instead or something like that, but, yeah. So oh, they make a lot of, like, goodness. materials and short films and stuff like yeah. that, like that, and, yeah. Because their whole thing is evangelizing and getting yeah. their message out there. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, it's just sad when when it's a victory for t- taking money from a child. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like that's a good thing. Is that yeah. Thing? Okay. All right. So let's talk about some of their beliefs. Okay. So we know about the birthday thing and the holidays. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm gonna go back. You, yeah. You talk about uh, they don't participate in war. Yeah. How how did that affect them during when like when people were being drafted did uh, that get, were they able to be exempt from it because of their religion i wouldn't sometimes think. in canada here we put them in um internment camps with japanese really yeah like okay. it's pretty sad um yeah so we put them in internment camps um the mm. germans put them in concentration camps yeah like they had their own triangle and stuff mm. in concentration camps it's like a pretty sad situation yeah because like, it's all about refusing to participate in anything government yeah i don't know if you had did you go to school with any jovas no i didn't okay because there was that two I know of, I yeah didn't. there was two in my class and during the national anthem they would leave yeah. the room and because okay. they're not allowed to um, give any allegiance to anything but Jehovah. Yeah. So if you're giving allegiance to the country, then you're worshiping the country as an yeah, idol. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And when you're serving in the military or even participating in politics, like you're not allowed to vote, mm-hmm. you're not allowed to run for office, anything like that, because it's okay. it's participating in an earthly government when you're supposed to be preparing for the kingdom. Yeah. Yeah. So um, so in that context, them refusing to go to war would that be considered? treason then in that kind of yeah thing? during like during, during that time. time yeah yeah okay. it was considered treason there was a lot of people jailed wow. and stuff and okay. yeah good to know yeah a couple of the big things that really separate them from the main churches yep. is um since the beginning it's always been about um there's no such thing as hell and there's no such thing as the trinity as as christianity yep has traditionally understood it and i think it was the hell doctrine, from what I'm seeing, that really made Charles Russell start to question his beliefs and start to, to change because he didn't understand why God would punish people for eternity for, like, yeah. a finite mm-hmm. crime. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and in studying the Bible, like, and personally, like, my beliefs started changing a lot for the same reasons when I was, yeah, when I was still, like... It, it is a hard thing to yeah. kind of fathom the idea that simple mistake that you can make in a in a very inconsequential amount of time can yeah. can affect eternity yeah exactly which is insane and like i started studying the bible in a very similar way where and i discovered kind of the same thing that the bible doesn't really talk about how much it's more yeah. theology and it's more like over time mm-hmm. uh, these little snippets of things in the bible got turned into what they call hell and what people most people understand of, of a doctrine of hell is actually just from um, 
what's that book? Dante's Inferno. <laughs> like, oh. really? Not, Actually? Not, yeah. Okay. Yeah, not much of it is really from the Bible, so uh, he was kind oh. of onto something there. But, um, yeah, so that's one of the things that kind of makes them distinct. Hmm. Um, they think it's more like uh, Annihilation type of deal, yeah. except for the select um, people. So then just everyone else just kind of disappears? Yeah. Thing? Yeah, so you just don't exist after you die. Hmm. Um, like, except like, for like real life. Like, yeah, like in real life. <laughs> <laughs> except for the certain amount of people. Originally, it was 144,000 because there's one verse in the Bible that says 144,000 will be, like, um, you know, chosen to to. Oh, live that's on. it. 144,000. Yeah. Which made sense when they started, but now yeah. that they have millions of followers, that's yeah, that doesn't work as well. So they that's kind of changed over time. But that's another fundamental thing about their theology is they don't believe that it can be set in stone. They think that you learn things, Mm -hmm. that God reveals things over time to them. I wonder when it was 144,000, what the percentage of the population would have been or the known population for them would have been. Yeah. And whether they would have thought like, oh, that's a good amount of people. Yeah. (laughs) Because... Now, not so much. Yeah, that's like a small town. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, and so the other thing is that they don't really believe in the Trinity in the same way. Okay. So it's um, God created Jesus, like Jehovah created Jesus, and then Jesus created everything else, oh. is kind of the belief. And okay. then Jesus, as we know him in the New Testament, had also appeared a few times in the Old Testament as... The Archangel Michael. Oh, some cameos. Yeah, some a little bit of cam, a little yeah. foreshadowing, some yeah. cameos. Yeah, they yeah. just had a different name for him. Yeah, like when C three PO shows up in the Phantom Menace. Yeah, you're like, hey, yeah. <laughs> but he, you know, wait a minute, Darth Vader made C three PO. How come we didn't remember him later? Yeah. <laughs> okay, that makes yeah. sense. Yeah, and. I think it's a pretty standard view on Satan. I don't think I'll go through that. It's kind of the same way most Christians believe him as an angel who fell to yeah. heaven. Which, uh, that's a whole other thing. Fell from that might yeah. be a good one to talk about is uh, Satan. Yeah, that'll be a good episode. I was thinking about saving that one for Halloween. Oh, that'd be good, too. Yeah. yeah. Um, that and Satanism. Yeah. Yeah, which yeah. are very different things. Satanism's good. And then uh, there's there's two branches. There's the Church of Satan, and then there's... Uh, there's there's another one. It's very the Satanic Temple. I think. Oh yeah, I think they're they're similar but yeah. different. And there's also like yeah, that's all yeah because I think they're more symbolism as a like Satan yeah. is a symbol of yeah they use it rejected. more from yeah. a yeah it's it's more of a a tool to enact uh, like political change yeah yeah they're the ones who uh, who fight a lot of Christian groups from putting religious stuff in schools by saying well we should be able to put ours in schools too. yeah they had like the satanist coloring book and stuff like that oh yeah that's right yeah yeah fun stuff to talk about later yeah but right now we're talking about jehovah's witnesses um do you uh were you around during the ice storm of 1997 uh in were you in that area where what wait which it was this? uh no, you wouldn't have been. I would have been seven. So. You would have been seven. Um, <laughs> I would, yeah, because I was like seventeen or something like that. But uh, when I when I was a young young lad, there was an ice storm, mm-hmm. and for some reason, one of the radio hosts made a joke that for Jehovah's Witnesses, hell has frozen over because they thought that um, Jehovah's Witnesses believed that Earth just became hell, and there's something oh, okay. to that, um, but not really. Earth is like where the non-select 
Jehovah's Witnesses. Just stay. Stay. Yeah, okay. so 144,000 get to rule, and then... The rest get left The rest behind. just... But it's a renewed kingdom. And you're... Okay. It's like the earth is like this new new deal. Oh. A whole new... It's God made it better. start over? Yeah. <laughs> gotta start over? What, are we dinosaurs again? Um, That'd be cool. Yeah. It'd be all right. We talked about their... Uh, Evangelism. Mm. Oh, did, let's talk about let's talk about shunning. shunning. So that's a big. Is thing. that a big thing? Yeah. Okay. So basically, if you if you make a if you sin, so usually a sexual sin or yep. questioning the authority of of the watchtower. Mm-hmm. So those are the big ones. They have different levels of discipline for you. So like kind of a a member of your or congregation will like a group of members of your congregation will kind of create like a almost like a jury type thing where they. Mm-hmm decide to, how to discipline you, but yeah. a lot of times it involves shunning. So there's different levels of shunning from what I've heard. So you have, um, I've heard of ones where like you, you can go to church, but for a certain at- amount of time, nobody's allowed to talk to you and you have to sit in the back row type thing. And you're not allowed to, I guess I don't call it church, but anyways, yeah. And the, but there's other ones where like, if it gets to the point where you decide you don't want to be Jehovah's Witnesses anymore, mm-hmm. And if you grew up in the in the organization, your um, your family is yeah. supposed to shun you, and you're not allowed to have contact. They do that. Uh, the Mormons will do that too, won't they? If you like, um, I know, like once you leave the church, a lot of times they won't. You're not allowed to talk to your family anymore. I, I think I'm it's more. With, sure. I think it's with some of the more extreme ones. I yeah, think maybe like the fundamentalist ones. I know, yeah. like with Mormons, you can't. You won't be able to go to certain things. Yeah. Like you won't be able to go to your family's weddings and things yeah. like that but you can still have contact with them there's just certain things you're not allowed to do but yeah. with with Jehovah's Witnesses it's like you're just cut off it's such a it's such a I, I don't want to say juvenile but it it, it feels it feels very, like very, yeah like very, you, you can't play with us anymore but yeah. like also a very effective way to self-regulate yeah group. oh yeah because you don't want power get stuck. it's just like yeah yeah you want people to follow so the best way to get them to follow is to put the fear of being shunned yeah exactly yeah i was watching a video a while ago of a guy who sent he would send letters to his mom with mm-hmm. pictures of his daughter and stuff like i want you to have a relationship with your granddaughter yeah and they would all just get returned to sender she wouldn't even oh. open them yeah yeah it's just so sad yeah especially with something like uh, i find with a lot of these there's always such a huge sense of a community yeah with that kind of religion and then when you start cutting people off from that community it's just like and you're just not set up like i know um like it's yeah it's hard to get set up for the outside world if you decide to leave right right? because like they don't allow higher education either or it's, it's not that it's not allowed it's just highly frowned upon to go to college and things like that that's kind of depressing yeah because the world's gonna end soon so why are you wasting time doing that oh. yeah so like things like that are it's depressing. just systematically keeping people down yeah like, oh. yeah it's pretty rough and um we talked a little bit about the blood transfusion i remember um my friend's dad was jehovah's witness a jehovah's witness mm-hmm. but his mom was a pentecostal Yep. Which is really against um, their doctrine, too. Like, if you're a Jehovah's Witness, you don't marry somebody who's not. Like, mm. you're not allowed to. But his dad was still practicing and stuff, so... I'm, if, sh- I'm sure there's always going to be leeway in those kind of yeah. things. There usually seems to be. Because he was saying, too, because I asked him about um, 
blood transfusions. Mm. And um, so he asked his dad about it, and he's like, Dad, if I ever uh, needed a blood transfusion and um, you were the only one that you know, could give it to me, uh, would you do it or would you let me die? And his dad's like, you know, you do a lot for your kids that you're not supposed to do. (laughs) So his dad, I think was just way more lenient than others. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, I, I think it's, a lot of times you're going to get people like that, which is yeah. just good to hear. Yeah. <laughs> and then I, oh, it was weird too. Ex- Another, like one of my experiences was, uh, uh, my friend who I knew in Calgary, mm-hmm. he, he grew up Jehovah's Witness and still was, uh, I met his, his mom and his grandma one day mm-hmm. and they still had like the beehive haircut, like the yeah. old sixties. And we're wearing like the, like old sixties dresses and stuff. Yeah. And that just like, threw me threw me off because i was like i did not expect that like uh-huh. just it looked like they just stepped out of a time machine that's weird and then but you see those guys handing out the magazines and stuff and a lot of them are like just hip cool looking yeah, dudes some, so well, yeah of, usually they're wearing like nice nice clothes yeah but i actually never noticed do the women were uh mainly dresses um because that's that's the thing with a lot of I think i've seen a few like pantsuits oh yeah and stuff okay like that too because it's always weird you can always tell like a a fundamentalist Baptist by the dress. <laughs> like yeah. They always have like the dress down. It has to be past their ankles. Oh, or, really? yeah. Okay. <laughs> and yeah. Um, what else? Any questions? Any other questions? Um, I think I think I'm good right now. I'm trying to think because mm-hmm. I I had the thing about the draft dodging. That was that was the yeah. thing when that came up because uh, especially in the time when the draft would have been an issue. <laughs> yeah, and it's funny too because they're very big on persecution not funny but they're big on persecution like you know Mm. since they have the only the only true theology that they're going to be the ones who are persecuted most yeah but it's really for their stance on government stuff that they 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 do get persecuted yeah so that's got to feed back into that that kind of it's one of those things where it seems like such a such a simple persecution to avoid (laughs) yeah yeah, but it's not like if you're. I mean, that's a bad. That's it yeah. sounds like victim blaming, but yeah, because <laughs> there's a lot of it, different. I don't mean it that way. Yeah, there's a lot of different organizations that are like mm-hmm. that do avoid joining the army for different yes, different of reasons. Course, of course. For me, it's because I I have trouble lifting a gun. Yeah, it I, seems I, heavy. I wouldn't want to do that. Yeah, either. yeah. I don't know, and you got to shoot them. I'd probably like fall backwards and. Well, yeah, that's that's fair. Yeah. All right, so that was uh, Trevor's Googling of Jehovah's Witnesses. Wow, we learned so much today. About yeah. <laughs> so let's move into our new or other segment. Can't you see you're not making Christianity better? You're just making rock and roll worse. All right, who's, who's today? Who's today is Audio Adrenaline. Audio Adrenaline. Yeah. Okay. Audio Adrenaline was a band I hated when I was a oh, teenager. Why did you hate so them? most of these bands are people I liked. Because I thought that their lyrics were awful. And they were. They had multiple songs about how they weren't Jesus, they were just a rock band. It's like, yeah, no, we get it. I never thought you were the Lord. (laughs) But this song's about how great heaven is. And I figured since um, 144,000 people get to see heaven, then then let's talk about what heaven is like. And the song is called Big House. How do you say... Okay, sorry, I'm just reading some of these. How do you say that? Oh, um, you mean... Yeah? Yeah, that's how you pronounce that's it. it. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And I want you to close your eyes, Damien, okay. and just picture what heaven is like. Okay. 
For it's a big, big house with lots and lots of room. A big, big table with lots and lots of food. A big, big yard where we can play football. A big, big house. It's my father's house. Are you... Did that transport you to a beautiful place with lots of lots of room for activities it looked like basically. a poorly designed courtyard outside yeah. of a bad apartment complex oh okay yeah that's that's, that's heaven yeah okay so i uh, like a cheap hotel a big banquet room and then a bad backyard with a chain link fence <laughs> <laughs> and a rundown two-story home you my friend just pictured heaven wow yeah okay well, yeah well i hope I hope we all we see you all there and have in, in a big, big house. Yeah, we'll be out in the garage smoking cigarettes yeah. and uh, painting the shed. <laughs> Talking about our days. Thinking about painting the shed. Because <laughs> we'll be in the garage. <laughs> Bye. Bye, guys. Work, 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 Sky Moon. <laughs> <laughs>